Before we get started with today's <laughs> podcast, we'd like to ask returning listeners to leave us a rating or review on your favorite podcast platform, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you really enjoy it, share a link to this podcast with friends or family who would enjoy hearing our weekly discussions about basketball and basketball oh, culture. Now, on to the show. Yeah, this is amazing. When Michigan can keep this game to a 19-foot, 9-inch game inside that three-point line, it's all there. Hello and welcome to the 19.9 podcast. We're discussing the college basketball tip-off, and in typical 19.9 fashion, they've got some new schools and products that they're launching. We're going to take a look at and discuss Gonzaga's 1999 and 2001 team, Utah's Elite Eight run with Rick Majerus and Keith Van Horn, and Pitt 1996, which may not have been their most legendary team, but certainly ranks with their most most legendary uniforms. Josh, what's going on today? What's up, sir? Oh, you didn't even. Uh, you I didn't, didn't see. I had, <laughs> so we, so we've already screwed up. The first thing that happened was I gave EJ and Bravo the finger because I forgot that we actually, that we video these now. Yeah. I know. And the second thing is you I didn't get me up. I had to meet. I had you to meet you. My, had to, what's up, sir? I had to meet you because you're talking over the the intro. And the, oh yeah, I kept talking. Classic. I, I started laughing. I'm sorry. I screw this thing up every time. That's all right. All right. I, I want to talk a little bit before we get into the uniforms, which is the main topic. Just about college basketball it's about to it's about to be back so i remember a time that i would check the supermarket shelf and i was looking up lindy's today like do they still have do they still have those and i was waiting for the college basketball preview what are you are you looking at anything this year it's such a weird year already like what have you been looking for or looking at as we lead up to the start of this season well usually this is the week of uh college basketball starting so that's why we're launching or did our college tip-off line because we always do it the the opening week of and it, it varies sometimes there's games on tuesday wednesday right um or thursday and then we usually wait till that friday like we did this year to to launch so we want to stay on that same schedule um knowing Love that it. college basketball is not gonna tip till the 25th right um so we'll have hopefully restocks it's gonna tip uh, I have faith. We'll, we have restocks coming um, and some new colors of some some old stuff coming on those days, but we want to get some new stuff out there. But uh, no, I bought a, a preview magazine a few weeks ago. Yes. I, love I had it. to. I love it. I, I, I can't remember if there were schedules in there and stuff. I don't even I don't know why so. I bought it. Well, that's what I mean. It's been so, it's been so weird. My other question was, do you think that the, that the way that conferences have realigned has led to some of this too because it's so different now because the big 10 was just like 10 schools when we were growing up now it's like so many schools just in each conference that it's almost like they seem like their own little thing you know i know that they play out they have these like side tournaments and everything but during the year i get so focused on the big 10 that the rest of the world almost like melts away and there was a time that i was focused just on the big 10 but then it seemed like i i looked out of at all the schools, you know, we were flipping through an old ESPN, the magazine looking at like old dominion and, you know, just like random schools. So I was interested in all of them. And maybe that was my time in life, but it seems like now I'm back to just like the conference. That's all I've got time for. So I don't know. Yeah. But I, I love all conferences. So 
I just I just want good games. So good you're in, you're into it. You're like you're you're willing to like deep dive or at least look into all the schools that are out there. Yeah, maybe not on that magazine. I yeah. just kind of thumb through and look at pictures. Like I'm a very <laughs> I'm a very visual learner uh, in person. I'm just looking this, at, I'm just looking guy? at uniforms, man. Um, Fair, but yeah, when well, I mean when college basketball tips, I just look for matchups. Like my I've I've said it on the podcast before that uh, I always look for the Maui Invitational. Like that's my that's my starting point, and those games are so damn good all every year. Uh, the, the, the two things but they're that, having it. The two things that I look forward to are the the uh, the scenes of Maui, and then and, and then Bill Walton, Bill Walton talking about his bike rides. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so it's in Asheville this yeah. year. So um, yeah, no, I'm ready. I'm ready for it to get going. I feel like I've watched. It's funny because we started this college basketball company. And I feel like now I probably get to watch less than I did before. Hmm. Interesting. I'm busy. Yeah. yeah you mean, guys are. And everybody's busy. But um I saw the ca- I saw family. the ca- I saw the calendar. I know. And family. That's a good thing obviously, for everyone. Too. Like with kids and yeah. stuff, you don't get to um just kind of go home after work and oh. sit down and just start watching stuff. Oh, and there's a pandemic going on, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. But yeah. um I probably typically tend to watch more of the Big East and the ACC now than I really? do the Big Ten. Interesting. I'm not sure why, uh, but I feel like the ACC is so big. It has so many Maybe teams. earlier starts if you're worrying about all that. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Well, yeah. I don't have like a nine-to-five job anymore. <laughs> <am I? laughs> okay. <laughs> I can stay fair, up. Fair enough. When we make our own I'm just, I'm just thinking about myself but, as but always. But I'm, I'm saying like I feel like the ACC with as many teams as they have, the matchups – you know, it seems every well. They've year. been the better. I mean, the better conference or the the, the champions Big Ten. Are coming out I mean, there. the Big Ten's a lot of fun. I obviously still watch IU. Excited to watch that. Yeah, it's going to be really different watching. It's going to be a lot different than NBA bubble though, because the okay. So that's why the that's college, my, that's my follow up question. Need, need they've the got fans. no they've got no fans this year. Or do you think they're going to be fans? And how's yeah. that, how's that going to change if they've got none or li- or even limited? Like imagine like Cameron Indoor with no fans. Like that's yeah, that's I part think, of the experience of watching the game. Is like the Cameron crazies. I think if you can get in that two to Five thousand, you have an impact, you yeah. know. But I, I don't know if we'll get there, and I'm not suggesting or wanting, right? Just yeah, throwing it out Ho- there, just a hope, yeah. It, but yeah, I think uh, college football. You think now, it's going to be okay to watch like uh, Duke without fans? If you can get, if you can get some fans in there, it'll feel all right. Yeah, they're going to roll in the video boards. Oh, I hope not. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm pleasantly surprised by college football. Yeah. I thought college football would be lifeless. And I watch the SEC games, and there's still enough crowd noise that you hear it and you can feel are it. They piping, are they piping anything in? They, the might be pi- they might be piping it in, in, in TV. Because I, I, I watch like a Texas A&M game. They feel like I, they got 20,000 Well, that's what there. I mean. It, that actually worked pretty well for the NBA. Like, it seems weird. to play, and the, It might affect the play on the court, but the players didn't hear it. But at, at home, they piped in all kinds of crowd noise and it actually sounded great. Like, y- yes. I mean, I, I, I didn't notice like it, like auditory and like watching as long as I was focused on the game. I didn't really notice a difference in in, you know, I, don't, I didn't realize how little of the arena I actually paid attention to, you know, wh- when you're watching be, the TV game. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. No I, I never say one way or the other. I always say, like, I'll give it a shot. I'm, I'm going to watch. And, yeah. And see. Might as well, right? Yeah. I'll take anything for sports Absolutely. right now. Absolutely. Well, we All have right. to get to March Madness. Who, who you got? Who you got then? Let's give it. Let's give your uh, prediction. For, for, to, like, to win? win it all? Oh, dude, I have no idea, man. 
No clue. Oh man, see, I was I was teeing you up here because we've got one of the teams that could win it all, and I wanted to start out oh, by, the talk, the by talking about the Ziggy's eggs, the Ziggy's egg zigs. Oh, I don't have them. Uh, I know okay. you did. I'm I'm going out of, I'm going out of order, but you know I'm I'm in control yeah. of the order. And yeah. I was talking. No, about we, we're super pumped. We have you got two now. of them. Yeah, man. I'm I'm excited about the Zags. Uh, I was looking up stuff about them, and I think that. You know, we've had this discussion about blue bloods and I, I know they came up, but it is starting to be astonishing, like how long their run has been. I mean, yeah, basically really started in 1999. They've been to the tournament every year. And I'm just trying to think like, I know they need the chance. Did you I, say 1999? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I love, I love it. So I got I got uh and this is this is kind of what proves the point. Like people now who knew that 1999 team were like kids like we were with that the IU team in 2002. So it means so much to them cuz they've been following them this whole time. They've gone to the tournament every year and it's just so fun for this to uh to come around. So this is what this is what uh, I had this little quote from this guy. It's almost an off afterthought among current Gonzaga fans celebrating the 20th anniversary of the run to the Elite Eight. That's the 1999 team. They ignited a streak of consecutive tourney appearances that now stretches into its third decade. So I, I read that wow, and I was right? like, it's cr it's crazy. Like and there's I, a lot of college basketball blue bloods traditional blue bloods not, that would trade success over the last sure. 30 it's, years. It's not even close because they've got, in that time, they've got an Elite Eights, Final Fours, been to a championship game, so they literally yeah, they've got they got the famous players. they got everything except the chip. So, like, do you yeah, do you put them, them, are they getting in there? If the, So, I'm picking them this year to win it because I'm, I'm going to brand them a new blue blood after they get the championship this year. I just, I just you, want to talk about these shorts. Would you, yeah. <laughs> Would you put up, answer my question first? Would you put them in there if they get it this year? In a blue blood, yeah, that's yeah, such a tough argument. I know because it, it, it to me it depends on if you're going. I, I have this on this thing so I can show, show the shorts, but um, I think it depends because I think there's a difference between traditional blue bloods and then like, I know you know but, what I mean, like. Like the blue bloods will never not be the blue bloods because they have a hundred years of history on on everybody. I got you. Almost, you know what I mean. So it's like it's so, so super new, at hard. At least a but, new blue blood. Yeah, yeah, but like, you know, look at the success that Michigan State's had, and they only have two. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Gonzaga gets one, and it's just really hard to win a national championship. It is, but obviously. like, I mean, there's plenty of people that are in that blue blood conversation, traditional blue bloods that would trade their success. Like I just said in a heartbeat for heartbeat. what Gonzaga's done over the last 30. I just want to go to the tournament every year. So, you know, um, and then you look at somebody like Duke. Now Duke had a little bit of success, but they didn't have a national championship before K got there. And so you're talking about basically mid eighties. So call it 35 years. And in 35 years, everybody would say that, Duke is a college blue blood. So yep. um, now that's five national championships. Yeah. That's one the, yeah, that's coach probably K, the greatest coach to ever do it, yeah. uh, if we're being honest. Yeah. Um, and But it's possible. Yeah, you can get yourself in that discussion. But here, here's what I love about these shorts, the, right. the 99 shorts. Break it down for us. I'm going to hold them up. Hey, you want me to hold them up? And you you talk about them. Yeah, you hold them up. So this is this is when they burst onto the scene, right? This is when people didn't know who Gonzaga was. And when Gonzaga made this run to the Elite Eight, uh, people just knew, like, started to know that John Stockton went there, if you remember all that. So it's like everybody was like, Gonzaga, I never heard of him. Like, oh, John Stockton went there? And I remember them being the John Stockton. Those are the most basic, simple 
nothing shorts, right? But they're so dope. They're yeah, but the, you got that bulldog. They're on super, there. super they're, cool. They're, they're, they're dogs. But this they're is. Cool. The, but, but my point is, this is pre Nike. Yeah. Right. This is pre like you know uh, uh national perennial power yep this is we this is the start we are bursting onto the scene in these shorts yeah you know and then it gets progressively better from here but For then sure. these have such a nostalgia to them because this is when they made the first black. now you can see this guy this guy was talking about he goes on to and talks about like how he had, his wife had just had their their second kid and you can it's just so cool like when you talk about 87 indiana or whoever if you've got one of these teams it is so much fun to like have a have a piece of them come back to life and just yeah. be, be a part of your life again you're like oh, gonzaga 99 like you put you go right back there and that's the fun of, of well, yeah, seeing fun that run. seeing that print and seeing that dog on the side of there Absolutely. like this is where it started yeah, so when we got Gonzaga, we knew it was a two pair launch for sure. Nice. Um, so and we knew we had to go. We had to go Dan Dickow. We had to show yes. love to Dan Dickow. <laughs> oh man, um, I actually, loved him in the NBA. But we, oddly, like I, I actually got into the the Zags just because they are too at this time. They are the per- perennial underdog. Like they still have that tag yeah. where they're like, "Who is this team? How are they? How are they doing this?" I mean, like I'm, I'm, you know, trying to crown them blue blood status, but they went for a long time just like upset kings basically and yeah, that's that's so, so much fun in the tournament in 01 they won the wcc yep. but they were um a 12 seed Oof. that's so, crazy yeah, that's 12 five that, right 12 five and they run to the sweet 16 so they don't win just the 12 five they win the next game yep. too and then they run into a michigan state team that's really good. pretty good yeah really good <laughs> so um yeah right. so these are these are kind of dope i'm uh I'll, i can Ooh. hold them up too and then I'll talk about it. Okay. But, uh, so. Oh, this is, the, oh, I see the the other side. I'm already excited. So yeah. These look a lot like the Butler, uh, 2099, 2000 that we did. And then you got that Zags. Oh, side. man. That's, I'll tell you what, any team too gets made off, and we're going to, a couple of the other teams that we got in here get made off a, a nickname. Like, I love the, the Zags thing. It's just such a, such a cool way to have, to have like a little, uh, catchphrase or nickname for your team. So the interesting thing as we were, I hate this thing. <laughs> Gosh dang. Uh, the interesting thing about the Zags that we were, uh, Matt and I were talking about is it's it's like an italicized Zags. Yeah. So it's meant to kind of um, kind of come at an, an at an angle as we were researching and doing that stuff. Whereas most of the time it'll just be a straight block down. Mm-hmm. These are actually curved and in, in italicized. It's just like That's cool. You know, just a funky. It looks great. Funky it looks early two thousands. But the colors, the stuff. Um, Dan Dick, I actually got a chance to talk to Dan Dick out on the phone a couple of weeks ago. Um, hopefully, uh, once Wait, this COVID stuff, how did that happen? Uh, I can't say. I reached out to okay, him. Okay, cool. So just reach out to him because hopefully, it. when COVID passes. Uh, we can get out to his barber shop and we're gonna do some kind of little pop up thing nice. with him. So we uh, can get a fade, some shorts, t shirts, something like that. We we were brainstorming some stuff, but the COVID stuff kind of yeah. s- shut that down for the time being. Yeah, so, that's all right. Uh, shout out Dan Dickow. Shout out, and uh, your package is in the mail. It's, it's headed <laughs> it's your way. <laughs> well, Post, I had postal service is slow these days. <laughs> yeah, no, I had to wait for this stuff to get in stock. Man, we just got this stuff. All right, let's go. Let's go to uh, a pit the pit team because okay. I, I I got a really deep question on on this team. Yeah, go for it. Uh, this team wasn't super memorable. Ten and seventeen. What made you choose these shorts? Okay, so so there's two things, right? Like every every pair of shorts 
um, tells a story, but yeah. the the story doesn't have to be all about the record win loss or the thing. Now, obviously, we love to couple them with the success. Right, and we have another pit pair coming in Q one, so it'll be in season. So yeah. we'll, we'll come back and capture some of the pit glory days too. But the shorts, kind of like the St. John's Felipe Lopez shorts, yeah, are just iconic and people wanted them so we brought them back and we wanted to offer them first even though they might not be attached to the most success on the on the hardwood turns out sometimes things just look cool and that's that's, that's hey, enough that works for us i know i i was looking it was funny when i was looking the, these up today i was like uh googling the teams and looking for some articles and i'm like 10 and i'm like no, this can't be this can't be right and then i look at the next year and i'm like wait nit and then i i start looking at photos of the shorts and i'm like okay and then that's where that's where my question comes from because i'm like it's got to just be because they look amazing because they are like super cool right so you have to balance you have to balance out uh it's funny because we get asked for pit quite a bit Um, i bet and when we get pit when we get asked for pit we get asked for the vontigo cummings which is what these what's what we internally call now the vontigo cummings shorts good Um, shout out that shout out the vontigo yeah for sure for sure so um 96 shorts uh the cat scratch on them they're just kind of iconic they had the jerseys that had the cat scratch going up they had the pullovers that had the cat scratch coming on the thing it was like a whole fit man i I mean it was dope i mean classic like you're right there in the 90s so we'll we'll celebrate uh We'll celebrate pit success on our on our next launch that'll come during the season two, but we had to get these out because they're too dope. Not Love too. it. I I hundred percent agree. Sign sign off on that. And sometimes it's just nice to look good. You know, you don't have to win all the games. At least you're looking good when you're losing. Bingo. <laughs> all right, let's go. Let's go to the last last one. Uh, what, what what's the last? Because these have already been uh, sneak previewed, and if people are picking up on the shirt that you're wearing, you might even uh, be able to see that a little bit. But I saw them in that first episode of Cold Threes. If people haven't checked that out on the YouTube channel, you should watch that too. I hit thirteen. You get that? I know, I know. You I might, shot Cold Threes the day I didn't do too good. You might have to wear those every time you yeah. you shoot Cold Threes. Apparently, we, we uh, luckily we weren't filming today when we went out and shot Cold Threes. It was not a <laughs> stellar day. It was beautiful out today not, too. Yeah, we we went to Wesselman Park. That's, that's not, not your that's spot. Not that's not your park. spot. No. Golf more today. I could have hit 10, 12. <laughs> Westman's, it was pretty bad. I tried to sneak in eight. Bravo caught me, told me, no, you hit seven. <laughs> hey, Did still, you win, though? What do you think? Okay, okay. Not you haven't lot. got me out there yet. There's so not a lot of shooters need, in this you office. Cha- you need a challenger. EJ did hit four today, thank God. Three. Wait, wait till you guys see him on code three. <laughs> oh, three. I'm sorry, three. Bravo, what'd you hit? Uh, six. Six. Oh, okay. Six. That's not bad. Bravo got hot. Bravo hit six in a row. That's good. I might not do that. Yeah, Bravo hit six in a row. EJ hit. People don't think, not realize how hard it is. Walk up there. These, Especially as you these, get old. These goals suck, yeah. too. All right, back All to right, the story. What's, what's the last pair here? So these are my favorites. I got to be honest. These Utah shorts are out of control to me. So Bravo cool. killed it on the design. Let me hold these puppies up. They they were part of just the general uniform too. Like everything goes together and these go fit with just about anything. Like I love everything about them. Like I like the, the clean lines. I love the running Utes. That team is just super iconic. So this team is like Keith Van Horn's Elite Eight. They lose to Kentucky in the Elite Eight, right? Yeah. How and, about that Utah Kentucky rivalry oh kind of back was. to back years yep. and like kind of sneaky too. Like it was. Would, you know, I didn't really 
it didn't really resonate with me, I guess, until I started going back and researching. Yeah. We have the ninety uh the ninety seven, ninety eight pair coming. Nice. Uh later on, probably around March Madness time okay. too. So And then they got and then of course Rick Majerus, like just looking at yeah. all the pictures. You got Keith Van Horn. It seemed like in every picture they've got a Keith Van Horn. He's standing looming right yeah. there, either in the foreground or background. Such High an socks. such an iconic. And then Van Horn was just such a cool player. Do you think he was good? Do you think really he would good. be better today? He's the number two pick in the draft, had a pretty good career. Yeah, I was reading some stuff about him where he just wanted to call it quits because he wanted to spend time with his family. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm done. I've he was a good, he was a good really NBA good. guy. But really I, good. But I, and I just think like he's that type of player that would fit so well today and not like super aggressive. And he was, you know, a 90s guy. And now he'd be like a shooter, maybe even like could play the four just because it's so much less, you know, physical today. Yeah, he's one of those guys that maybe probably doesn't get credit for evolving that, that, size and yeah. frame and skill set you know too because he could he progress the yeah two. shoot he did that he did yeah. everything six nine and yep. you know just a, that, that just wasn't a stud. i mean people people forget how unicornish that was back in the you know like pippin pippin being six eight and being like the point four remember right. all the talk was about the point four it was stuff. well just but, the the and that that kind of speaks to majerus too the ability to see a guy for a multi-per you know multi-purpose and not just use him as like posting up van horn like he's, but also, he's letting him drive also shoot, very and, underappreciated is andre miller he is like God damn. And Doliak's on that Doliak team. I mean, that's a good... There's the pros, man. Because they go, the next year, you mentioned that with Kentucky, they go to the Final Four. To the National Championship the national, game. And then lose. So, yeah, they th- those were two really good teams, I remember obviously. I watched that Utah game with Wes, and I think we were at a party. It could have been the Final Four. This is the way I remember it, but I know the National Championship's on yeah. a Monday, and I don't feel like we've been at a party on Monday. <laughs> in Probably high school not. here's my memory yeah. and it could be wrong my days could be confused but i think that we saw that kentucky was winning and we got pissed because we weren't kentucky fans because we're from indiana yeah and so we left the party and then this could have been the final four that kentucky was winning and we went down to how and we played one-on-one till midnight like we just left the party and we always wore our yukon mm. and villanova shorts underneath our jeans yeah and so you could just oh, man, pull up to how take your take your jeans off and you yeah. were like you ready, were ready to, to go ready to go and then we just sat out there and play well i probably got my ass beat all night but i really hope some kid out there is doing that with 99 shorts some somewhere we had a kid laughing at us at culture <laughs> today a little kid i have no idea where he even came from every miss <laughs> why is he at laugh. school <laughs> I, no like he needs to be that kid needs to be in school if you're listening go to school so yeah but no these, so why'd you these, pick these, why'd you guys pick these first crazy they're just they're they're different yeah uh just a look of they're them. different in their van horn you know we could have we could have went with the 98 first but we wanted to get these out and make a make a splash first so um when we got them in the whole office was kind of like <sighs> i know well I, I knew i knew seeing the cold threes just like comments in the youtube from that i'm like all we right were, we were laughing people at are, people comments. are uh, are pretty excited about these if you're commenting on the youtube you know you're one those yeah, and, and and for good reason because they look even better in in person i saw them the other day even and, and you were like i don't know if i want to show them to you because <laughs> you do my reaction would be like yes yeah they're so good man so good they're so good yeah. so yeah so that's our that's our collection for uh for now we have a lot of stuff lined up man i love it 
it. A lot of new stuff coming. I know. So this I'm, is just typical. I know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to hold, hold it in right yeah, now. Yeah. Don't give it away. <laughs> if people are watching this, though, what they need to do is, if you haven't already, subscribe to the YouTube because you get the notification. It'll go up there. There'll be more c- coming out, and you get that little preview of what it looks like, uh, you know, gets you talking about it and the story behind it. And that, that's been the fun with, for me with all these things. It's like having them is great, but knowing the story is almost as much fun just because yeah. it just it taps back into like the nostalgia your childhood and if you even if you didn't know it i mean we're gonna talk about basketball cards later like this stuff comes back around and you can share it with you know yep. your your kids or whoever and you're just like you get people into it by knowing the history of things if you're going to be a real hooper like lebron james knows the history of basketball i guarantee it like yeah. it just is the what you, what you need to be true to the game so we're gonna um we're gonna do some youtube live stuff hopefully coming up so we got uh, that's gonna be fun. Like, <laughs> we'll it's gonna be fun to be down we'll there. We'll see. Well, you no, gotta we'll, edit yourself. Got, You're doing so much better editing yourself. It's amazing. It's it's a lot of work. You gotta go back in teacher mode right now. Yeah, it's a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of work being good. Um, but no, like I think I'm excited. So, like Meyer said, please like subscribe. Whatever yeah. the hell you do on YouTube to, to keep it going. <laughs> Subscribe. Uh, hit the bell and then hit, you want the notification. The notifications, That's the key. all that stuff. We have Cold Threes coming up. Uh, another edition of Cold Threes. It's a funny one. Not not a lot of good shooting on that one. <laughs> um, and then we'll have some we'll have some more content coming too. For so sure. It's not something that we're gonna put out, you know, every day, but uh, every couple of weeks we like to get. When you once you're something. once you and Brad Vogel are the creative producers, then, then we need we'll, to we'll do that. Someone needs to hire more people down here. <laughs> Who's in charge down here? Who's in charge? We're, What's our budget look like? Let's get some. Let's get some people down here. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you for listening to the Nineteen Nine Podcast with HBS, the High Volume Shooters. For more information, check out the blog at nineteen nine dot com under HBS. And while you're there, do yourself a favor and pick up some retro college shorts.